Cameron Gleeson. He is the Senior Investment Advisor at Beta Strategies, and he joins me now on Money News. Cameron, great to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Scott. Now, this AI revolution has been coming, and most of us really didn't experience what has taken place in the last few weeks. But talk to me about what is known as Google Glass or 3D TV and what investors are talking about to take notice of. Yeah, look, I think the real uh, story of, in terms of AI over the last sort of three or four months has been uh, the release of a chatbot called ChatGPT by a group called OpenAI that came out late last year. Um, and, and it, you know, you, you want to look at, at, at something which got people excited. This is, in terms of users, the fastest platform to million users and the fastest website to 100 million users ever. Um, people, you know, just really looking to, to, to take advantage of new technology and, and see what it can do for them. And, and clearly there's some, um, you know, people very interested in, in the applications of ChatGPT and this sort of generative AI technology. Now, Cameron, talk to me about ChatGPT because this has popped up from nowhere. This was a conversation we weren't having with our children, grandchildren, you know, or anyone in the last six or eight weeks. Last night, Google shares absolutely tanked when it launched its AI product called Bed. Uh, now, not all products are announced equally. Um, so Google was hit so hard, but why don't you just explain exactly what, for our listeners, what ChatGPT is and what happened last night with Google? Yeah, sure. So... ChatGPT is what's known as a generative AI program. So generative artificial artificial intelligence technology uses machine learning to create new content based on really simple user instructions. So in the case of ChatGPT, it's called text-to-text generative AI. You put in a very simple instruction and you get a response basically from a machine. Now, the way that people are able to use chat GPT is sort of similar to how you used to use Google. Like with Google, you type in a question and then you get a series of website links. But rather than getting website links back when you use chat GPT, it'll give you an answer, which is actually sort of written in a very conversational mode. You can ask it almost any imaginable question. You can ask it to write you a poem. You can ask it to to generate some code, some software code. Um, it's really quite incredible, uh, the, the response and, and the... the, the, the feedback would be get from this technology. And so, so part of this conversation is about Google's dominance in internet search and how this chatbot might in fact replace Google. Now Google in response scrambled and, and recently just had the launch of their Google Bard chatbot and clearly it wasn't quite as good as ChatGPT. So Google's or uh, the parent company Alphabet stock price tanked off the back of that. People are really starting to fear that Google, that was so dominant in internet search, might actually be, be vulnerable. Wow. Quite an extraordinary landscape. Um, not being as tech smart as you, Cameron, I, I, I can't believe the change that we've had just in the last few days or few weeks. Now, one of the issues that we've experienced, obviously, as you know, in Australia is cybersecurity. And that's been under the microscope last year. And even small businesses and medium-sized businesses have increased the security that they've had to pay to their IT provider to make sure that they're not hacked. But let's talk about, you know, Optus and Medibank. And, you know, are, are, you know, are these still going to be serious areas where people can be hacked? And will this AI technology also make some, you know, people in, in vulnerable? 
Yeah, that, that's what's actually quite interesting is I mean, we haven't fully grasped all the different applications of this AI technology, but, but one area where it, it's clear that it will have a use case is in terms of phishing email scams. I mean, you, you probably, you had a few of these a day. We've all had those, really yeah. Yeah, really badly worded spelling mistakes and the like. The ability for ChatGPT, and that's just one program, to write, you know, you know, really convincing, you know, emails and narratives that you feel like you're talking to a real human being. Using this technology, hackers are likely to be able to increase really high quality phishing attacks and, and deploy them at scale. And so, you know, companies should be concerned with this general, you know, this this little revolution in terms of AI and what it might bring to cyber hackers. Um, and so we think, you know, this is going to be an area where, where small businesses, large corporations are actually going to need to invest more in cybersecurity. And, and the reality is the cybersecurity industry is going to be a beneficiary of this because they need to build out tools, uh, need, need to build out defences of, of, of corporates, individuals and, and small to medium enterprises. Well, Cameron, we saw through the pandemic the bricks and mortar retailer had to convert to tech. They had to create an online shopping environment. They had to create an online sales environment, or it may have been an online service environment. And we're now seeing a lot of these tech companies that are laying off staff. I think we've seen Zoom lay off 1,200 just in the last 24 hours. We're seeing a lot of uh, Disney we're going to talk about in a moment. What, what do we, what do local investors or local small businesses need to look out for, especially if they are an offshore business looking for overseas sales? Yeah, so look, I think, you know, there what we're talking about is tech businesses, particularly ones that are somewhat consumer-focused. Um, if we're looking at the economic environment, particularly in the States, there is a question as to whether or not we have a hard landing or a soft landing. But that hard landing scenario is likely to mean, you know, greater levels of unemployment and reduced consumer spending. And, and so that is where a lot of, I mean, we sort of talk about you know, Zoom, but you know, groups like Peloton or, or alike, can, and the consumer discretionary tech stocks. These are the ones which have come under some pressure over the last year, um, because the reality is they do have some exposure to the economic cycle. I think you're right, um, and that may mean that people will certainly spend less. Cameron Gleeson, senior investment strategist at Beta Shares. Thank you so much for joining me on Money News. Thank you, Scott.